When we hold on to grievance and pain from the past, we keep ourselves from being able to really move into our fullest expression of self. We need to practice forgiveness from the soul recovery perspective, dissipating the energy and releasing the past for good. If you're interested in this profound transformation, I invite you to join me in Colorado the weekend of June 8th and 9th to have an incredible experience with others on this same soul recovery journey. Two full days of immersion in the soul recovery process where you will indeed leave transformed. You will be able to truly let go of these old pains and step into a new way of being. Check out the show notes for a coupon code and how to register. Welcome to Recover Your Soul. My name is Rachel Harrison, and this is a podcast about recovery, spirituality, positive psychology, and life. I created a website called recoveryoursoul.net with the idea that we could all use some emotional sobriety. By taking a look at ourselves and using the tools of spirituality and recovery, we have an opportunity to live full, abundant, successful, and happy lives. I thank you for joining me on this journey to recover your soul. In this episode, I wanted to talk about control. And this, for me, has been one of the greatest awakenings in my recovery, my recovery of spiritual sobriety and sobriety from alcoholism. And in the last episode, I talked about that part where are we giving advice that was requested or are we offering an unwanted opinion because we think we're being helpful and we know how to do something better. And I wanted to follow up on that episode really about this discussion about control. There was a joke that my family had and I had from friends that I was a control freak. And I think that on some level, I took that kind of as a badge of honor that I was um, able to deal with situations or knew what the right thing was. But as I've looked at it more and more, I don't think they were really giving me any props. I think that what they were saying was that I wanted it done the way that I wanted it done. Well, let's look at that a little bit deeper. In the big book, there is a whole story about being the director, not just the actor, but the director of the play. And that we not only want to be the actor, but we want to make sure that the lights are done a certain way, that people are doing things a certain way, that we are clean and clear about how the production should be made. And really the truth is the director of the production of life is your higher power. And there is some element that people struggle with, that there is a higher power, and that makes recovery really hard. And no one is going to tell you what that higher power is in your own life. But there is an element that it's essential that you have an open heart to the idea that there is something greater than our own mind that we can lean on, that we can rely on, that we can have faith in, 
that we can ask for guidance. And the control that I had was actually not leaning on the guidance. It was thinking and feeling and believing that I personally had to figure everything out, that I had to do everything myself, that it was my job to make sure that my mind was able to grasp and fix and do. And the more I've done this work of spirituality, the more open my mind has become and the more aware of intuitive guidance that I feel. And the more that I have an opening that I actually don't have control of anything or anyone aside from myself. And when I've let go of this piece, as I've said before, this absolute sense of wonder, this absolute sense of just incredible gift, knowing that I don't have to know all the answers. And as a matter of fact, I don't want to know all the answers. So if we can be in this state of releasing that control, which is not easy, and consistently, constantly, on a regular basis, handing over our questions, our concerns, our fears, our worry, over to this higher power. And tuning inward to listen to the small voice that's within each of us that has the answers for ourselves. And to stop putting all of our attention outward, but to turn that attention inward. We all have a unique and special purpose. And I think that most of us have struggled with our own value and self-worth. And so we've looked on the outside to give us approval of what our value is. But if we can sit quietly and take that energy that we had in trying to control everything around us and make the world into what we want it to be for us to be comfortable and take that time inwardly to observe our own hearts, to hear our own unique purpose, to listen to the voice that is giving us the guidance of how to proceed. And for me, that control is is everywhere. It is based on a day. So if I have a day and I think I've got this whole agenda of how I think I want my plans to go and how everybody else's plan should fit into my agenda and it starts to not go that way, I can get really irritated. 
but when I relax and I think I just need to listen to what the guidance is for myself and to let go of what is happening around me with other people, inevitably this flow happens where I leave at a different time than I thought that I was going to leave. And then that means that I end up bumping into somebody where some conversation happens or some connection happens that wouldn't have happened if I had been on my control path. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm letting go of myself. It means I'm letting go of outside of myself. And in the space of myself, I'm really trying to have a quiet, positive space that's more attuned to thinking positive thoughts, to bringing myself to more peace, to turning over those fears. And I can't explain it, but the more I've done it, the easier and easier it has become. And some examples are just in terms of my conversations with people. I think that sometimes it's curiosity when you're wanting to know how somebody's doing or what's going on with them. Um, and sometimes it's actually a level of wanting to control the situation or make sure that it's going the way that, that you were hoping it was going or think that it should go. And an example is that with my husband, um, I don't really ask him about work much anymore. And I figure if he wants to talk to me about what's going on with his projects, he'll tell me about them. And somewhere in that has been kind of this release of, I realize that I was taking on some aspect of his projects and how fast they were going or how slow they were going or whether he was, you know, how this was going with this client or what was happening with that client. And, and now I've completely let go of control and I watch him as he excels in his day. And when I've let go of the control, it's almost like I can see the positivity in somebody else. I can see how they're working for themselves because I've, I've taken the space away that I was spending in my own mind of trying to control the situation. There's a lot going on out in the world right now. We're heading up towards the election. We still have, um, COVID and uh, there's there's tension between people. There's so much division. And if I watch the news and I am involved in that space of my humanness that is so uncomfortable with all of this anger that everyone has, all of the differing differing opinions. I can catch myself. I can catch my desire to want it to be different. But we have to just accept it as it is and then turn to ourselves and say, what is mine to do? How can I turn over to higher power and to my higher God mind and trust and believe that there is some greater 
purpose. There is some greater understanding that I can't possibly understand about how our humanness is moving in the world right now. And then I need to play my part and not get overwhelmed and caught up in the energy of being angry. But it doesn't mean that I have a blind eye at the same time. But it means I have clarity about what my part is. It's important that we all vote. Whatever side you're on, let's make sure that we're doing our part. And that, for me, has been very important. And it's important to me to be kind to people, to walk out into the world and look people directly in the eye and see the humanness in them and observe their humanity, no matter who they are or whether it's a checkout person at the grocery store or a homeless person on the street or somebody on the corner holding a sign for somebody who is not of my my voting block. We're all human beings. And if I look closely and let go of the control of thinking that I know better or I have some level of control of somebody else, what I see is I see the tenderness and the heart in the people around me. When we can really connect to the laws of the universe and spirituality and our own guidance for ourselves. We realize that we're constantly reaching out to everybody else to give us some level of praise or approval. And the truth is that that praise and approval, that worthiness comes from inside. And it comes from our connection with that higher power and our inner knowing. And the more we're connected to that inner knowing and the love of ourselves, the more that we can release the need to change everything around us. It's essential that we want and believe that there can be change with ourselves. And I think for me, what I realize is all those years, even though I was going to a New Thought church and I had spirituality in my heart, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to really take it in and believe that I was worth it, that I had a unique purpose, that I was special in this world. And I believe that some part of me as I was drinking and as I was checked out was punishing myself for the hurt that was in my heart. And when I look back at the writings or um, can remember memories of what it was not even three years ago, What I see is a person who was so uncomfortable with what it was like around me that I just wanted it to be different. And I was sure that if it was different around me, then I would feel different. And the awakening that I've had is 
that connection with my higher self, that connection with my higher power that has taken the energy of thinking that the world around me needs to be a certain way and come into a calmness within myself where I believe that I am deserving of a happy life, of peace, of being whole. It's a hole that was filled in my heart that had been empty for a long, long time. And I realized that it's still a daily, a daily experience, whether you're out on the street and people are driving a certain way or you are seeing things a certain way um, happening of how people are interacting with each other. It's not perfect. And we just are building this muscle in ourselves to be able to catch ourselves saying, oh, wow, I'm looking at that. And I think I want some control of that situation and how uncomfortable that makes us so that we can let that go. It's just continuing to strengthen that muscle of being mindful and aware and in the moment. And I also observe in myself that I'm, I've changed what I watch on television. I've changed how much I want to be filled up by something else and how now there's a desire for space. And I think that space comes from the wanting to listen to my inner self instead of wanting to get filled up from my outer self. I find that it's easier to have a higher connection with my higher power and to remain positive. And I'm so grateful for that because what that does for me is I feel like anything that comes my way, I believe that I can have the strength and the intuition and the guidance to overcome it. And that I am willing to let go of what is from the outside. So control, control is a hard one to look at and it's insidious sometimes in how it comes to us and it can be secretive. And I hope today that if people meet me, they don't think that I'm a control freak like before. And Maybe in some cases, I still am. There's always work to be done. And emotional sobriety is a lifetime effort. This isn't something that we figure out what the answer is and we're done. No, this is ongoing. We are unfolding every single day. More will be revealed in each of us every single day. And I know for me... As, as my heart opens and my healing happens and my pain releases, 
one of my things is I want to share that with everybody. And I want I want you and my friends and my family and the people around me and the people I'm reaching out to to have this sense of peace because it is a blessing in my life. And yet I can't control you. I can't control that. And just knowing that there is this potential that when I'm in control and I think I know better and I want it to be a certain way, I am cutting off the growth and the learning and the potential of somebody else's journey. And so my job is to step back and to work on me, to continue to work on me. Meditation has been an essential piece of this for me. And as I started meditating, I did a lot more guided meditations through the apps. And I find that now I'm doing a lot more silent meditation or meditation to, um, to music because my mind is actually starting to slow down and the control is letting go. So I just wanted to share a little about my experience of control and the letting it go and the staying to myself, the connection with myself. We all have this special purpose in life. And when we can let go of the control of others, we can see it more clearly for ourselves. There is an opening and a space to put our energy out into the world as it is given to us. So I hope you'll spend some time today recognizing when you're trying to control somebody else in any way. And don't judge it. Don't judge it as wrong or be harsh on yourself and, and let your emotions get that you're doing something wrong. No, just observe it. Observe it and have some clarity around it and let that muscle strengthen as you learn to put the energy on yourself and let go of the need to have anything be different outside of you. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening to Recover Your Soul. I hope that you found the podcast helpful in some way. If you're interested in learning more about Recover Your Soul or would like to book a personal coaching session with Rachel Harrison, you can go right to the website recoveryoursoul.net. You can also subscribe or become a member and we will send you any information about things that are coming up or new offerings. Also on the website are blogs written by both Rachel and guest bloggers. We thank you very much for your time and being on this journey with us to recover your soul. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.